This week's episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming is brought to you by the Cross Atlantic Gaming Discord. Are you tired of chatting with normies, normies that don't understand your gaming language or culture? Well, hop on into the Cross Atlantic Gaming Discord and get your fill of gaming talk. No longer will you have to talk to Judy about the weather at the water cooler. You can be in Discord with all of us talking about games. A link for the Discord is in the show notes. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very strange episode 49.5 of Cross Atlantic Gaming. I'm your host, Risky the Kid, and joining me this week is my co-host, Chocolate. Just me. Hello. This is, we're going to get intimate in here tonight, huh? It feels very close, but I feel this bond of just you and me, we can make this work. It's, this is going to be the uh, quickest cross Atlantic gaming podcast that uh that we've released yeah i'm pretty sure you've got to get that just under an hour i think i've uh, got the record at the moment all right we, we can do this thing well i mean if we're gonna do that thing we might as well get into it yeah um so it, right off the bat you probably noticed that this is titled episode 49.5 that's a it's a weird number for a podcast but there is a reason for it less uh, tell us tell us so um, we did have plans to do the live show, the big episode 50 banger this weekend. Um, things kind of fell through. We had some scheduling issues. Uh, life life comes up. Life happens. And we had to pivot. And the date we are pivoting to is going to be this upcoming Sunday, which the date of that is... Oh, gosh. Why didn't we write this down? You think that's something I would have written down? Which um, is the 5th fifth okay so may 5th is going to be the live episode episode 50 um and we're doing that at 3 p.m eastern 8 p.m british people time wherever chocolate lives if you're in that time zone it's going to be at 8 p.m i like this uh this new time we're we're doing for me british people time yeah bpt we've got uh we've got a roll with this bpt now (laughs) I think it's great. Um, so we've already kind of advertised what episode 50 is going to be, a bunch of giveaways and fun stuff, and just it's going to be our mailbag episode. It's going to be a roulette episode. It's going to be... It's packed full of cross-Atlantic goodness. Yes, and it will be live, so you will have to look at our ugly faces. But, hey, you can always just minimize the window and listen to it if that's something you're into. <laughs> Um, so if you do want to tune into that, you can head on over to mixer.com slash cross Atlantic gaming. And that's where we will be next Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern. I'll be there. I, I'll be there. We'll just see if Doc's there. <laughs> we hope. Um, so yeah, if you didn't notice Doc's not on the show, he's been having a real tough time with work. They, they gave him a promotion and it turns out your, uh, your work life gets a little tougher. Yeah, when when you have some more responsibilities, seems like your your boss now brings out the whip and kind of cracks it quite well. Uh, yes, yeah, so something like that. I feel so, sorry for Doc. So rest in peace, Doc. Oh, he didn't die. Never <laughs> mind. Uh, anyways, another week in gaming. What have we been playing? Um, let's start with our cross Atlantic gaming community play, which 
happened. That was another whole scheduling thing, and it got flip-flopped and blah, blah, blah. We're throwing everybody for loops this past weekend, and we are sorry about that. Um, but we did have our Titanfall 2 community play, had a few people show up. Um, and it was and we, good. It, it was good. We ended up just playing um, multiplayer. We had six, so we just did some uh, stand. I don't even know what the standard attrition. mode is. Attrition. Well, yeah, we hit quite a few. Is that all attrition, actually, I think? Wasn't I think. It? Well, yeah, because I think 10,000 Fist is the one who is loading it all up, and I think he, he threw a bunch of different game modes into the hopper, but Attrition is probably the one that comes up the most because it has the most players in it, so yeah. the wait times are the s- shortest, I, I guess? I think it was Mixed Play was the um, was the mode he hit, so yeah, it managed to filter in or filter out any game modes that were five and below. Oh, okay, yeah, so we had six people too, so cool. So uh, the people that showed up, we had Blade, we had Sweeney, Danpod, 10,000 Fists. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Titanfall 2 is multiplayer, at least. I mean, and the campaign, obviously one of the best first-person shooter campaigns of all time, hands down. Uh, the multiplayer is really, really good. Well, yes. But it, on our, I suppose, for us, it was really rough because we did not get the rub of any game at well any game mode at all did we really uh no it was pretty rough i think we <laughs> we won our very first game and that was when we were we didn't have blade on our team and then we added blade and somehow didn't win another game after that yeah he was not our lucky charm was he at all it wasn't he wasn't even playing bad so i don't i don't know what happened but yeah we got matched up against some people that clearly uh spend a lot of time just playing titanfall it seemed there was that one guy that seemed like he glitched across the map every time with his... Uh, I can't think of the, the smaller, faster... I, I want to say it's Ronan, the Titan. The dude with the sword? Yeah. Um, that guy flew across the map, and I'm sure he murdered me every time he got a Titan. But it, he was good. And that was the, We didn't do a ton of... Because obviously none of us have played that in a long time. Some of us, it was... I think Dan Pod and Blade had never played the multiplayer before. But, I mean, Dan has his first-person shooter skills, so he was set there, obviously. (laughs) Uh, But Titanfall 2, a lot like Fortnite, it's a combination of both... You need the gunplay, like, you need the gun skill, but then the secondary thing you have to learn there is the traversal in that game, especially if you're using things like the grappling hook. Uh, But you have to get used to the double jumps, the wall running, and that's, like, that secondary thing you have to learn to be, like really really good at titanfall 2 and i think that's maybe some of the stuff that we were tripped up on especially but. not playing it for so long i think was it the second to last game we were in a map and i'm sure we were at the back end of the map and somehow the team managed to get within seconds behind us and yeah, that, murdered us that was rough <laughs> That's the other thing. Just general map knowledge is such a huge advantage for people that are that have those maps down pat, or just know like, hey, this is the secret way I can run around and get behind you, and you have no idea that I could even come from your left side or whatever. Yeah. We, we definitely ran into that for sure. But as you say, it's a great game, and it's it was nice. It felt good playing it, even though the losses were were hard. And this was it was something that Dan Pod had brought up, and it, it kind of made everyone go quiet because I don't think it was a popular opinion, but he said that if Apex played as smooth as Titanfall, he would probably play way more Apex. How did you feel about that statement? Because he said it, and it made sense to me because I'm one of those people that couldn't get into Apex, 
How how do you think? I don't know. The transition is from playing Titanfall two to Apex. Do they feel similar to you when you're like running around and like the gunplay that kind of stuff? Well, Titanfall feels a lot fast for me, a lot faster. And I I suppose being a I say an older gamer and I use that term very loosely, I can't quite be there that that second faster. So Apex is just that little bit slower for me, and I can I can do it. Um, and then when you add in the kind of the twitchy wall runs and jumps, it's, I, yeah, that I, definitely I'm, just makes the pace seem yeah. Like I mean, upped by ten, and I'm out by then. I mean, I never finished. I think I finished <laughs> bottom in one game, but all the others I was mid pack. Um, so yeah, it's 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 just tough. It's tough. Yeah. So I, I am I much prefer Apex in the multiplayer sense. Yeah, and I, I think I mean. It seemed like a fair amount of people that we were in party with would agree with you there, but for Dan and I, and that's because we're just stubborn blackout players who just don't want to ever admit that any battle royale is better than what we're playing. <laughs> so that may have been part of it. Yeah, I did notice there was one point I just I can't remember what map it was. It's one of the ones they used in Titanfall One and uh, ported over to Two. I saw you on top of a building, crouching, trying to snipe or trying to get like the, the head. Yeah, of, uh, <laughs> of people, and I was like, "That's such a blackout move, or that's uh, like a battlefield move where you, you just you take that high ground." Yeah, yeah, but that within was, uh, seconds they they're up there with you anyway. Is that the map with the city, and you could get way up on like the skyscraper? Yeah, yeah, and the so, little courtyard in the middle. <laughs> yep. So that was my twenty-seven pilot kill game, which is probably the most I've ever had in Titanfall two. Uh, but once you're up there, you can see the whole playing field, and the people that are going to snipe you are on top of other buildings. And if you're sitting far enough back up on that perch, it's like they can't see you. It's <laughs> it was nice, but that's the thing that would happen. Like you said, someone would just run in behind me, double jump, wall run, be it right up to where I was within seconds, and kill me before I even knew they were there. Yeah. But it really just came down to how many kills could I get from up there before somebody snuck up behind me and killed me. Definitely, we just—it <clears throat> was a shame we couldn't coordinate, and I don't know why. With, I can't remember who thought of it. I think it was the following day in Discord. They turned around and went, "Why didn't we drop our titans all at the same time?" Yeah, because that's what we would run into. We'd run into these teams where it's like, "Why can't I find any pilots anywhere?" It's because there's six of them all inside yeah. of titans destroying our whole team. So, <sighs> yeah, we definitely could have coordinated a little better. Like, uh, let's deploy our titans now together. Yeah. But that's the thing for me is I never took the time to really learn the Titans. So mine, my Titan has always just been an auto-follow or like the guard Titan where it's like I don't need to do anything. He just yeah. kind of does his own thing. But obviously those are the most efficient and effective when you've learned each Titan, I guess. Oh, without a shadow of a doubt, I kept jumping between, I think, three Titans just because I couldn't remember what gun I preferred and what special abilities I had, but... Yeah, there's there's a fair amount of customization, which is fun. Um, the grapple I ended up using a lot. I switched to like the stealth thing uh, at some point. But once you get used to having a grapple hook in your arsenal, it's kind of tough to get away from it when it's just part of like how you traverse the map. So I, n- I didn't really stray from that. I need to try that. That's another one I haven't tried. Yeah, that's a good one. The combination of the double jump, the wall run, and then that grapple. You can just you're flying around the map. Um, but yeah, hey, that was a lot of fun. Um, our next community play will be later in May, um, as soon as we have dates for that and the game and whatnot. Um, 
we'll make sure to keep you guys informed in Discord, Twitter, on the show, everywhere. Everywhere. And everyone's welcome, as always. Yeah, we had a lot. Of, we we would have done some custom games, but like I said, we ended up moving the date uh, forward a day, then backwards a day, and everyone is just kind of like, oh, well, <laughs> we kind of screwed up everyone, and yeah, who I could think, be there and who couldn't be. I think we did it in five hours' notice, didn't we? We in the end. Yeah, it sounds about right. Rough. It's a hectic, hectic week. <laughs> yes. Um, yes, yeah, so that was a lot of fun, and thanks to uh, the guys that ended up coming out and playing. Uh, we'll do that again soon. I'd definitely like to play more Titanfall 2 multiplayer. It's good stuff. Just with not randoms, please. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Chocolate. You are still playing some Division. Have, are you in a world tier yet? I'm in a world. Um, are you a world tier 2 or 3? No, or, uh, are you like level 7? 12. <laughs> level 12? Yeah, so level 12. Um, I'm not giving this game enough of my time to to plow through it's um it hurts me i tried uh, i think i said a couple of weeks ago i think i tried playing single player well by, by myself yeah, yeah and um and matchmaking at the same time and i couldn't get anyone to help out at all so oh, I know, oh, be my friend please that's so I've now it's just a case of I'll jump on if I can get fists if I can get Sweeney in there. Um, been playing a lot with uh, Kate and Chester as well, which has really helped. Um, yeah, so I mean I, the game the game is so good and it does it hits the right buttons for me. It's got the the right kind of combination of loot and shoot, and it's as real life as humanly possible i never jumped into kind of destiny or got that destiny itch yeah that makes sense firing at things that could one day be actual problems on earth yeah feels a little better i guess yeah a little more grounded yeah i suppose it's more real i don't know why i I, the division it's just something i've always it's drawn me i i took to division one um yeah and this is just as we've said time and time again you know this is the perfect follow-on yeah i want to play it more that's it's one for me i don't know what happened but i got up into world tier four i think i mean my problem like it is with most games is that first weekend i go so hard that i just (laughs) can't bring myself to play it in the weeks to follow i think that's what happened crush Um, and burn (laughs) yeah pretty much but i think when the raid comes out or when the raid gets um, gets a release date that maybe that will push me to start actually getting back into it and trying to maximize everything and max my character. Um, and actually, as I say that, I have no idea if there actually is a date set for the raid already. So if there is, I should probably figure it out and I should probably <laughs> get back into the division too. But I also need to finish Red Dead Redemption 2 and every other game that I've started and almost gotten through. <laughs> have you jumped into the Dark Zone? Because that's something I have not touched no, that was the other thing. It's I up to the point I was at, I didn't I felt like I didn't need to. I didn't know like until I was maxed out or like at the highest tier and highest gear score, I wasn't going to really go do anything unnecessary um or anything that was going to be harder if I didn't need to because <laughs> it was all about getting to the top and then going out and searching for loot in different areas and that kind of thing. So yeah. so no, I still have not touched it. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. I need to try and 
I've heard that you don't have to be any type of level. You can just jump in and kind of go. So yeah, that's what I think two of the three dark zones are the ones that the level doesn't matter. And then they always have one like active dark zone that takes your gear into consideration. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's weird because division one, I spent a lot of time in the dark zone cause that was like the PVP area. So that's, I don't know. That was some of the most fun I had. And then it's weird that I've put 70 ish, 80 hours into this game and still haven't even ventured in there, which really I think says a lot to the game and how much content was packed in it right at launch. So, good on them. Oh, definitely, definitely. The sequel we, we needed. <laughs> yeah, it came just in time to save, well, to let us brush another game just under the carpet, didn't it? Oh, yeah, we'll talk about that game later. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, you good with that? Yeah, I'm good. Tell me what you've been, what you've been trucking through. Um, so, I hopped into Days Gone which is a Sony first-party exclusive game, so I finally had to fire up the old PS4 exclusive machine. Well, blow the dust off it. Yeah, we're, uh, we're to the point where I'm wearing headphones when I'm playing games just because I can't. Like, I have to turn my TV volume to, like, 50 out of 100 just to try to drown out the sound of the stupid PlayStation that sounds like it's going to take off for oh. outer space. And... When I'm trying to play this game at like 10 o'clock at night and I have to do all of these things, it's like the mag just gets real upset when the TV volume is cranked all the way up. So I've been wearing headphones a lot because I can't drown out the sound of that thing. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, today's gone. Um, That's a single player, isn't it? Dr- Hard-driven yeah, yeah, story. Which, which is exactly what I'm into. Um, and is generally the only reason I do fire up the PlayStation is for these exclusives. Um, as far as whether or not it's a good one, I think if you are the right type of person or you know exactly what this game is going to give you, I think it could be really good if you're into like the zombie thing. That's the thing. If you're if you're burned out on zombies, this probably isn't going to be for you. If you if you're not into post-apocalyptic things, which everything seems to be set. Like, that's just the setting for all games lately. If you're burned out on that stuff, this game, I would steer clear, wait for a sale, something like that. Uh, but for me, I, I never get tired of that setting, and I, I've i still yet to get tired of zombies in general or having them as my, like, main enemy. Um, so I think if you know those things going into it, under that, there's, there's a really good third-person RPG game there. Um there's so the core thing that's different here than most games is the the hordes and the motorcycle progression so i'll start with the motorcycle stuff um your motorcycle you kind of level that up like you level yourself up um because this is an rpg so you you do have different stat points and you can put things into like ranged combat close combat uh, survivability, I think, is the last category. So you can level yourself up like that. But then you also have your motorcycle, which you can upgrade something like the gas tank. So that'll make it so you don't have to put fuel in it as often. And that's super important if you're trying to traverse uh, long distances. Because even if you're fast traveling in the game, you're still using up gas. So pretty much okay. no matter where you want to go, unless you are on feet or on, on foot. Um, on feet? On feet. <laughs> Um, you're going to need gas, so that's a that's a core resource. And being able to actually expand the tank and make it bigger 
that just makes it so you can go farther without having to find that gas. Um, there's things like uh, upgrading your muffler so that your motorcycle makes less noise. Um, so the zombies are less likely to hear you. You can add boosters and stuff for speed. So there's just a whole big upgrade tree for not only yourself, but also the motorcycle. And it's kind of cool. Like if, if that's another thing, if you're into like sons of anarchy and like motorcycles and any of that kind of stuff, that's just an additional layer to this game that I think I was like the perfect person for this game. And that's why when I started seeing reviews that are just dumping on this game, I'm talking like, five out of tens in some places like it's getting it's getting crapped on and uh that kind of sucks but for the right type of person i would say definitely watch watch some gameplay um it looks beautiful though like all first party sony stuff it's a real good looking game um technically i've run into a few issues stuff like pop in or weird sound bugs Um, my very first mission where i had to get my motorcycle i was looking at it and then i talked to a vendor who was right next to the motorcycle and then when i got out of that little scene my motorcycle was just gone (laughs) just completely gone so i was like well now what do we do so i actually had to go back and load a previous save so that kind of sucked that was the the real only big issue i had run into uh but i am hearing reports of people having a lot of technical issues um but i think they've they just dropped their third patch after launching it, second or third patch. So they're working that stuff out. How, when you say about the um, skill trees for both yourself and the motorcycle, do you have to choose between which one you're going to say? Do you get one point and you can only choose it for yourself or for the motorcycle? Or it, is it certain points for certain? Does that yeah. make sense? Yep, they each have their own currency. So depending okay. on what you're doing. Um, and then you need money for the bike stuff um whereas your actual things that you're leveling up and that's like an xp thing um every time you this is kind of dark but the the they call them (laughs) freakers um and when you kill a freaker you can pick up its ear uh and you trade in the ears at outposts uh for xp or like um, each pow- outpost has its own XP bar as well to like upgrade the vendors and stuff like that. So there, there's a whole bunch of weird little systems going on. It's a very traditional just RPG, at, but the themes that are rolled over it on top of it, I think that's what makes it stand out. And I'm having a lot of fun with it. Sounds good. I'm, ch- I'm desperately trying to find a single-player campaign that's not too long, five, ten hours. Good luck just, with that. Um, I feel like that's not a thing anymore. That were... Hellblade was the last one that got me that that good driven chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. Don't, don't start that again, Jesus. <laughs> I've got to go to bed at some point. <laughs> um, yeah, and that just gave me enough, and I'm just kind of now uh, wanting to have that kind of short, concise games. I'm sure I only I did that within a month. Which I know some people look at me and go, "Well, ten hours in a month? What's That's wrong with a weekend you? game. What yeah, are you talking about? Jesus. Um, but for me, yeah, that that was just enough to kind of plow through, and it gave me gave me what I needed. Yeah, it's um, kind of it's kind of one thing that sucks with the current like games culture. It's like if somebody puts out a ten hour game for sixty dollars, gamers are like, well, "That's not worth sixty dollars." Well, so it's yeah. Like, uh, well, <laughs> what do you want here? Um, and that's the thing. I think I've uh, I, I downloaded is it Shadow of the Tomb Raider? So the first one in Game Pass. 
or the Dude, first in the trilogy, if the that's Rise, what, if that's the what Rise and for, Tomb Raider. Those uh, those three games are all very very good. But how long are they? That's the bit I. I, uh, I mean, you're probably pushing more into like closer to twenty, but still not like Red Dead long and i think anything that's shorter than that at this point is a win well uh, yeah that and not sitting on the horse for yeah that 10 too. 15 minutes uh with tomb raider i would say if you're not doing like in the most recent tomb raider i don't i think i might have beat that game in like 13 hours and i barely did any of the side quest stuff because um, there's always like side tombs and stuff like that and some of the side tombs the ones i did are actually a lot of fun but when i'm pressed for time and i have this terrible game adhd where i know i'm like if i set it down for too long i'll never go back to it the mainlining game seems to seems to be the way to go at this point yeah so I yeah you can you can probably that. mainline them between 10 and 15 a piece i would say yeah this, i'll have to fire up and see yeah definitely do that's your that's your homework for the week i want to talk about it next week uh, I've got the or maybe round. the week after or the week after <laughs> yeah maybe the week after maybe that. sometime in may Yes, definitely. All I right. can guarantee I will touch it in May. Alright, he guarantees he will touch it in May. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, <laughs> let's swiftly move on from that one. <laughs> Alright, um, other than that, I didn't really play much. The weather is getting nice out, and that makes my gaming time go down, especially right in the spring when you have all these chores to do outside and raking and mowing oh. lawns and... It's not the best for for video games, but but Days Gone was fun. Um, all right, hey, nothing else to add, and we don't have anyone else to throw this to, so I guess we can uh, keep this show moving, huh? Um, quickly before we get into the news, um, I did just want to mention that our Game Pass Roulette game that is currently going on is Payday Two. That is the Crime Wave edition, I'm pretty sure. So that has all the goodies, just bundled right masks. up in there. Yeah all the fun cosmetics and whatnot. Um, so we do have another week to do that. Um, this past month, everything kind of got screwed up because we had a lot of Tuesdays <laughs> in the month. And then we have the delays and, and yada, yada, yada. So like I said, you do have another week for payday two, And then make sure you get any of your feedback in. I mean, get it into us any way you can but we do have a channel open in our discord just for game pass roulette so yeah. feel free to add questions comments that kind of stuff in there definitely all right well hey with that let's get into some news all right chocolate let's talk some news what's in the headlines so, a game we said that got swept under the carpet, Anthem, delays its entire roadmap. Oh my god. Oh, Tell me. That is not <laughs> the headline you want to read if you are an Anthem fan. Yeah, I'm so glad I didn't play that much of it. So, when I say the entire roadmap, it sounds like things like the mastery system, you got guilds, you got leaderboards, some free play events... Uh, legendary missions and to top it all off you were supposed to get a cataclysm this may um well (laughs) now bioware is willing to talk about the cataclysm in may and all the other things i talked about are are clearly not going to happen in well by the time you listen to this it it will be the end of um 
April. So the stuff that was supposed to be delivered there clearly is not <laughs> not coming. Um, they also said that they don't have a revised roadmap. They don't have new dates or months <laughs> attached to pretty much anything. Oh, chocolate. This is not looking good. No, there is there is something seriously going wrong. So we had a massive discussion, I think, in um, in Discord about Bioware and what what's ha- what's been happening. Um, and obviously, people are people, and people will point fingers at certain other. It's always publishers. someone else's fault. Well, yeah, yeah. So I, I uh, Bioware are getting basically rockied, aren't they? In the face, they are. Uh, they're not doing well at all. Yeah, it's it's not great. And, uh, I mean, they even put out a statement where they said that their biggest mistake here was that they talked about things too soon. Um, they should have been <laughs> waiting to reveal stuff when it was closer to when it was actually going to come out and not make all these weird promises and try to hit all these weird dates if they actually had no idea they were going to hit them. And I, but the, for the people the, still playing, I don't know. I don't know what there is to look forward to here. No, so, so when did it come out? February? So February. Yep. How do you not know in that kind of lead time between your game coming out when you announce what's happening in May? That's, we'll call it eight weeks. Surely they should know this, nothing's working. Yeah, like if they got out ahead of this way sooner than, hey, it's pretty much the end of the month, and in case yeah. you didn't realize, you didn't get a lot of the stuff we were talking about. FYI, there's no updates. <laughs> Uh, and then, I mean, t- to even just add more salt into the wound, um, they put out a statement that said that they know that loot and progression are problems. Um, they're working on them, but they have nothing to announce on the topic. This has literally been an issue since this game launched, and they they don't have anything to tell you. What? <laughs> it's blowing so, my mean, mind. Uh, it's mental. I mean, if we go down to... The bare bones of it. The game's great to play. It's it feels fantastic being Iron Man essentially. Um, I'm quite lucky that I'm a very low level, and I haven't been grinding on this game and got to kind of the levels where I'm looking for the the best loot. So I know that became an issue for a few of our guys in Discord, including me. <laughs> yeah, and. This is now what the second game Bioware has has taken some big hits for. Uh, yeah, Andromeda definitely had its issues <laughs> at launch, but I think a lot of people are apologetic or or don't not apologetic. I want to say, um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. What? No, I, I don't if. If issues keep coming coming up, you're not going to endear yourself to the fans. Yeah, this was a big, uh, hey, we need to get this one right. And so far, literally the only thing they got right was that core gameplay. And that can yeah. only take you so far into a game before you're moving on to something else. For good. I think especially as Division has by far hit the ground running, they seem like they knew... They've got all the step. They they haven't missed a step. I think that's when Anthem may may have a chance to kind of grab those looter and shooters. But I can't see it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. What a what a terrible 
Can you imagine if these dates had been flip-flopped and Division 2 came out before Anthem? Like, I feel like that would have wrecked Anthem. <laughs> At least mildly. Yeah. Uh, well, I think it would have been worse. how do you so. compete with that? It's like the people that had already bought Anthem and then played Division 2, they didn't realize that they got screwed with Anthem until they had played Division 2. So imagine if Division 2 came out first. Like, I don't know. That would... Yikes. Not good on the Anthem front, that's for sure. No, but we're not going to harp on about them. We um, we shall wait and see, and hopefully they can turn a corner. Yeah, and if I mean, if you enjoy Anthem, which I know some people in our community do, uh, that's awesome. I'm... I wish I could enjoy it as much as you're enjoying it. Uh, all right, next. Was that another game you hit in a weekend? Uh, yeah, that was another 80 oh. hours in two weeks. Yikes. I'm feeling a kind of a, this is becoming a news story in itself, Frisky. Yeah, maybe we'll cover it in May. <laughs> right, so Respawn delays Titanfall plans to focus on Apex Legends. Oh, more good news. <laughs> Oh. Who set up this news order? Uh, we only cover the most depressing and just worst <laughs> stories here at Cross Atlantic Gaming. Um, yeah, so Titanfall 2 is put on hold so that Respawn can focus on seasons for Apex mm. Legends. Those just battle to passes. You, it wasn't Titanfall 2, but that's already out. Or Titanfall, yep. My Titanfall's bad. plural. Titanfall in general as a franchise. Um, so yeah, Respawn has separate teams working on both Apex and Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which I guess we knew that, uh, but I think we also thought that Titanfall's next game, whatever that was supposed to be, was also going to be coming out, which I'm pretty sure was supposed to come out this year. Uh, it wasn't going to be Titanfall 3, apparently, but it was supposed to be like a, a Titanfall game, like a core Titanfall game, um. Well, we got a bigger fish to fry, apparently, and that bigger fish is Apex Legends. Uh, Drew McCoy wrote, To fully support Apex Legends, we are pushing our plans for future Titanfall games and will not pull resources from Apex or Star Wars. Which is, well, which is good on the Star Wars front. Well, yeah, that's the thing. This is like a double-edged sword here, so... Star Wars, that's that's good. That give them all the time and polish and staff they need because I think that will, honestly, for me, be game of the year if if it if it plays out the way I think it's going to. That's your money maker. Let's be honest. Yeah, that's for what sure. you're banking on. And then, I mean, Apex Legends obviously has had success in the battle royale uh, market, so they're not going to stop doing things that are making them money. So, until all you kids stop playing Apex Legends, we're not going to get a Titanfall game. It makes me so sad. <laughs> um, they did say that the Apex season stuff, they're going to be going over that at their EA Play event um, around E3 time in June. Um, they're saying that the seasons will have meaningful content, new legends, debut weapons, and some changes to the map, Kings Canyon. See, I'm harp- I'm looking and focusing on that word meaningful. It feels like someone who plays Apex, and I quite enjoy it. It feels like a, a quite a square kick in the um, gonads. Yeah, in my man parts, um, because it just feels then 
you know the first season was just a let's throw it out there. Yeah, not a lot, not a ton of thought went behind it, or like. Yeah, it it does feel a bit strange. I, I like the way Fortnite does their season pass, where you can see. Kind of, I think it's like three or four jumps ahead of what what you can collect. Whereas Apex's one feels very clunky, and it seems like they've moved the the screen to the side just to add kind of the season pass. Perfect. Extras, yeah. Well, hey, if you like that chocolate, when we get the contraband tiers and blackout, you can see all 100 tiers and what you're going to get from them. It's great stuff. Yeah, but I would need to either get a kill or last a little bit longer <laughs> than <laughs> Touché. the first 10. Touché. Um, so, I mean, good news for Apex lovers out there, because there's a lot of you. Uh, but not the best news for us Titanfall fans. Um and the last part of the story was that there was rumors going around that the new Titanfall game was going to be VR, which oh, wow. which would which would have actually been kind of cool being in a mech. Not that I, but I have no way to play that, and really that only plays <laughs> to how many people. Like that's not for everyone. Um, but Vince Zampella on Twitter said that that game is not a VR game, so which really just makes it feel more like I'm missing out on a core Titanfall game, and that's bad news. I was just in picturing in my head to stick it, not that I've got the goggles, you know, you stick your goggles on, and then as in Titanfall 2, as you go into your Titan, those three screens kind of just turn on. Oh Can my you God. imagine that? Oh, that'd be beautiful. It <laughs> uh, would be pretty sweet. That's, You know, at first I was like, Titanfall VR? I don't know. Now I'm kind of <laughs> um, like Titanfall VR. That's exactly what we need. I've just dropped that in there. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Right. Let's move on to the next one. Um, Epic is Epic, and they flip Steam the bird. Oh, boy. Yeah, big one. I love it. (laughs) Um, So this is from the founder of Epic, Tim Sweeney. He says, if Steam committed to a permanent 88% revenue share for all developers and publishers without major strings attached, Epic would hastily organize a retreat from exclusives, uh, while obviously honoring our partnered commitments and consider putting our own games on Steam even. Um, this is just about all the backlash that Epic's getting for having these exclusive deals with games like Borderlands 3, Division 2, Metro. Um, yeah, and Tim Sweeney's kind of like, hey, if you guys want us to stop, then maybe Steam should be given a little more to uh, the people making these games. That is a very bold statement from Epic, and I wonder how much pushback that puts back onto Steam. I don't, so I I never really understood or had seen numbers on how much the developers made back on these games, but um, obviously in that statement there, Epic says eighty eight percent. And after I looked it up, it seems that Steam gives anywhere between seventy and eighty percent, and that depends on how well the game sells. So okay. it's not really like that far off. Like when I was looking this up, I thought I was going to see something horrible, like fifty percent, and that was because Steam was your only option or your only big option at least. So, but no, it's seventy to eighty percent. It's, that's not. Yeah, start putting some extra zeros when you're talking games that are taking or making Steam in their 
hundreds of thousands. That eight percent is uh, a lot of money. Yeah, um, and I wonder if Steam doing the kind of seventy, eighty percent, depending on sales, is one of the reasons why they can discount games so heavily in the Steam summer sales. That's a good point because, I mean, I'm new to PC gaming, obviously, but as far as when I look in the Epic Store or like I don't get like from my deals sites and like where I get notifications and stuff, it's not like yeah. I see Epic game sales going on. Uh, but Steam sales, they're literally every other day and everything's yeah. so cheap. Stupid thing, Epic could just murder the marketing on Epic game sales. Not as in the company, as in it's an epic sale. <laughs> Someone needs to employ me. Take me. This this isn't the first time that we've said this, Chocolate. I think you would be a great PR person for, or at least a marketing person for any of yeah. these companies. As long as they don't keep me up till past midnight, that's when all the shady stuff happens. That's true. That's when you get some, get some weird ideas out there. <laughs> that's when you get dark chocolate. A lot of your ideas would not make it past the first round of testing. I think quite a few of my ideas wouldn't make it past HR. Uh, um. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean, big statement from Tim Sweeney, but I don't see this changing. I don't. I see Steam seeing this and being like, okay, cool, you got a few games. Like, Unless they really keep hammering these deals out, which Epic obviously has to pay these people like they have to pay gearbox and they have to pay ubisoft and like all these companies so it's like how long can you do that but maybe a long so, time if people this is the only place these people can buy these games so i don't know i think the uh, the bigger exclusives on on those platforms are going to be the ones where you're going to start seeing this kind of massive fight once you start seeing steam exclusives that's when you know yeah, the, right. the gloves are on and uh, they're going to both throw down. Sony versus Microsoft. It, Just with the yeah. exclusivity deals, that's what it's going to turn into. Oh, definitely. And, Which is only going to be fantastic for the consumer at some point, hopefully. Yeah, we, we shall see. And at, with PC, it's like you don't need a different PC to play Epic games or you don't need a different PC to play Steam games. Like, you can you have a pc you can play these it's just whether or not you want to open up that other launcher which <laughs> i don't understand the big deal and i never will but i can't wait till someone figures out on the internet how to merge the two so well, you've got another browser to open but it has everything so that was the thing i think i don't know <laughs> if it was this podcast or like a, i don't know it was a few podcasts ago and ladonian was on he's like literally if you wanted you could just make a folder with all the games on your desktop and just sort them and then when you like click on them it'll just open up whatever launcher it's in like you can already do that oh. you don't even need a third party anything just put all your games into one folder look down the list click what game you want and it'll just open up wherever it needs to open up like that's the reason i feel like this is not a huge deal but to each their own i guess <laughs> right exactly right so the next one no next-gen PlayStation in physical year 2019. That really just says it all, doesn't it? Yeah, the, this uh, story really writes itself. Uh, this is per Wall Street Journal reporter Takashi Makazuki. Um, oh, you nailed that. <laughs> in a tweet, he says, Sony Entertainment America, or Sony Entertainment... Nope, what does SIE stand for? Sony 
intellectual entertainment. So yeah, yep. Well, it could be Sony Entertainment Europe. Anyway, well, we'll just leave it with Sony. Confirmed to me that no next gen PlayStation console release in fiscal year 2019. Uh, but he says if this for some reason if you're doubting this um, Sony also says they don't expect increases in marketing costs for fiscal year 2019 and obviously if they were about to launch a new system their marketing costs would be through the roof especially if they have to compete against a next gen Xbox Uh, so yeah, so this would rule out a PlayStation, a next-gen PlayStation, until beginning of April 2020. So, so it's, there's that. It seems like E3 is set up for, obviously next E3 is set up for the next, next gen. Here years. is this. It's coming out during the holiday. So holiday 2020 seems like a good bet. Mm, start saving now, people. Yeah, hopefully not too much. I mean, if anything, I'm just really hoping that my OG PS4 makes it all the way until next gen, because I'm all on board for next gen PlayStation, and that's solely because I have not upgraded it, and this one's going to blow up. So <laughs> Just hoover the back, it'll be fine. Hoover out those dust bunnies. I will stay strong. So, Microsoft, now a trillion dollar company. Microsoft, Ouch. you did it! Woo! Money, money, money! I've just got the vision of uh, Shane Mack from uh, WWE walking down the down the time uh, down to the ring. Here comes the money, 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 money. Somebody money, has money, to turn money, that money. into a meme or a gif, or something. Oh. One of you talented people out there. Um, yeah. So this obviously uh, company valuations fluctuate depending on stocks and a number of other things but at a certain point this past week um they passed apple as the most valuable company in the world also passing that trillion dollar mark uh, the only other two companies to have ever done it are you guessed it apple and amazon of course um this is this is huge Microsoft, like with all of their plans, and not only just for gaming, um, but like their server farms everywhere. They're, I mean, they're so much more than just Xbox. They're so much more than just gaming. Um, but knowing that our ecosystem that we most of us primarily use um, is is held under this giant company that has all of this money, like it gives us the ability, it gives them the ability to acquire, like you saw last E3, all of these new studios. Um, I don't know. This is just... It makes me happy inside. Microsoft, good for you. With the amount of money they've spent on acquiring new studios, I mean, it's it's almost a year for them to grow. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's mind-blowing. I, just to think... Yeah. Yeah, Mental. I mean, there, there's not a ton to the story, obviously, but that's uh, that is quite... Quite the uh, milestone <laughs> for mm. Microsoft, and honestly, it just seems like all gamers are benefiting from this. Like with the X Cloud stuff coming in, and two new generations of Xbox coming up, um, the all digital one, obviously that just came out, and then whatever Xbox Two or whatever stupid number we're gonna give to the next Xbox. 
Speaking of that, what do you think they're going to call the next mainline Xbox? I was thinking the exact same thing. It's like, uh, what do you, they kind of screwed themselves. <laughs> they went from Xbox to Xbox 360 to Xbox One. We're just going, we're going all over so the place you, here. Well, you either go, you go numerical. To two? To, to two, but that just doesn't sound right. I don't love it. No, I don't. Or you kind of drop the one. No, because they've done that. Just launch it as Anaconda. That will do. <laughs> the Microsoft the Anaconda. Anaconda. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. You're not a fan of Xbox 720? No, that was god awful, wasn't it? <laughs> 720 and the, yeah. All the it, rotations. It just, yeah, it just starts getting messy. I mean, at some point. You, Give it another few years. At some point, PlayStation can't go PlayStation 8. That's It's just starting to sound... Re- right, and that's one thing. So, like, I'm in the cell phone industry, and one thing that, like, Apple's doing right now with their iPads is that they're no longer, like, iPad something. It's just iPad, and then if you need to look, um, in parentheses, it'll be, like, sixth generation or something. So I would, I would love it if we just went to being Xbox... And then if you had to look up, you could be like, it's the 2019 model or something like that, where yeah. it's like, you don't actually need to say anything after it unless you need to really specify for whatever reason, just something like that. So I can just call it an Xbox or maybe have like a high end version called the Xbox, like the one X. Well, I think that's what it would be, wouldn't it? So if you, as you say, drop the, the number, it'd be the Xbox and then it would be the Xbox X. The X, and then the you'd X have the, the Xbox, maybe. Yeah, precisely. So the S is the obviously the streamlined version, the yeah. cheaper model as such. Um, yeah, because I mean, even with the new all digital one, it's it's the Xbox One S all S, digital. All digi- Jesus. <laughs> yeah, so I, yeah. I mean, just just being able to be like, yeah, it's on my Xbox, like. Does anyone ever say, yeah, I'm playing it on my Xbox One X, unless you need to yeah. tout that you're using a One X for some reason? Like, Other than that, there's there's no reason to call it anything no. other than an Xbox. So I hope we just get back to that. And I think PlayStation could easily do the same thing. Just call it a PlayStation. If you need just to get specific, get specific. Yeah. And to be fair, at some point, the elder generation like myself will be like, when I was back in your day, we had the PlayStation 1. <laughs> the Xbox 360, they're like, there was 359 Xboxes before yeah. that? <laughs> uh, Shut up, granddad. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting back to Fortnite. Get off my lawn, you pesky kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, all right. Hey, that was all the news. We got through. We got we, we to teach Doc a thing or two about how to breeze through the news. Uh, That's how you do quick hits. Although I, all those stories could just be completely wrong, and I might have just given you a whole bunch of misinformation. But uh, fingers crossed that that was all accurate. When Doc's gone, we just really struggle. But we give you a nice, condensed podcast. Maybe we change it when Doc's not here. The very only time he's not been here. We... Uh, we just go with myths and rumors, and that's the news segment. Cross Atlantic we'll Gaming, myths and rumors. I like just it. Just make it out. Yeah. You know. <laughs> All right, Chocolate. Uh, what new games are coming up this week? So we have... F- 
There was a reason why I put 12 there, just uh, yep. so I didn't get it wrong. You can't read Roman numerals. It is nope. 12. <laughs> so, Final Fantasy 12, The Zodiac Age, Xbox One and Switch, is out on the 30th, which is the day of the podcast drop. Today? So go get it, listen to us, have some fun. I like it. Sounds good. Um, Fade to Silence on the Xbox and the PS... I don't know why I can't read that properly. <laughs> yeah, I'm just an idiot. <sighs> We're not going to cut it out. We're just going to leave oh, it. Great. So, that's out. That's on the 30th as well, which is today. The Sea of Thieves update. Doc, I believe, has got the day off for this. Um, Would it surprise you in the least if Doc had <laughs> the day off specifically for this? I saw he, what would... he put up an <laughs> on, LFG. He was like... Oh uh, yeah, 3 p.m. I was like, yeah, well, that's right in the middle of the day, so clearly you're not working at all tomorrow. Yeah, I was going to say what would be more funny is if he swapped his day off to play Sea of Thieves and, and not come on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I totally can't make it, guys. Uh, yeah. Tuesday I'm free, though. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, I did quickly want to talk about this update because it is a big one. Um, it's massive, isn't it? it dude, uh, so much stuff. They're even, like, just at a base, they're adding 43 new achievements for a 1,000 gamer score, which for achievement hunters out there, they're probably pretty pumped about that. Hopefully they're not as grindy as the first 1,000. Oh, were they I know bad? Was, I, know, I didn't look at them. There was uh, one or two from a, another podcast from the Real Gamer Score podcast uh, way back in their uh, catalog. They mentioned that one guy, it took him... A long, long time as he had to grind through. Say, for instance, you had to kill X amount of megalodons or something silly like that. One of those that. ones is totally not worth it. Well, I mean, yeah, me personally, I would have sidestepped that, but for him to get the, you know, the thousand Gs, he needed to, to do it. So, well done. And yeah, not for me. Yeah. So uh, in this update, you are getting the PvP competitive mode. That's going to be the arena which looks awesome uh, a new trading company known as the hunter's call and an actual like pve story based thing called tall tales it's tall tales shores of gold um and then there's things like the harpoon and there's cooking and fishing and they're adding so much stuff and i'm actually pineapples pumped, dude and what uh, there's pineapples in the game i believe and uh, pineapples what, what more do you need you don't need anything else well, you need Doc to navigate you through the seas is say, the only issue. Maybe a few friends that know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, right, so Games with Gold. Ooh. Let's, yes, let's see what freebies we are getting. So, I just want to read this as Mariners, but it's... Marooners? Mar- Marooners, yeah. So, the Marooners is out for the Xbox One X uh, from the 1st till the 31st of May. We have, if you like golf, the Golf Club 2. And that is out May 16th until June 15th, which uh, for golf fans is pretty big because I believe they got all the licenses, didn't they? Chocolate, I know nothing about golf <laughs> or golf games. Okay, well, I believe they they managed to pick up a few licenses when uh, just before they, it came out however long ago. So you've got some big... Big PGA licenses in there. Um, for the Xbox 360, you have Earth Defense Force, which is obviously back compat as well, and that's out on the 1st of May up until the 31st. And one of my favorites from the 360 days, Comic Jumper. 
Um, you've got that from the May the May sixteenth or May sixteenth until June fifteenth. That comic jumper looks cool. Oh, it's a good. It's it is uh, it is a laugh. Um, very frustrating, and it's one of the first games that I played that almost directly correlates itself to a comic. So as you go through the game, there'll be like a couple of turns of the comic book. It's um, it is really cool. I think you play like a, a bizarre banana type person. It's yeah weird. Right up my alley. Yeah, definitely worth playing. So. PlayStation Plus. This is quite interesting. I can't believe you didn't put the PlayStation Plus games in. Chocolate, I'll explain that after you're done explaining whatever you're about to do. Okay, so um, for all you English people, buy a PlayStation Plus before the 1st of May, so you literally have one day to do this. You get entered in entered in to the Champions League final raffle. So you could be in June, if you're lucky and win, um, you'll get two tickets to the final in Madrid. So if you haven't got a PlayStation Plus, go buy it. I say even if um, you just buy a month of it, maybe it might be worth. <laughs> to, well, no, I think you have to buy the year. Is it a year? Oh, well, hey, I think you have to buy the year. They stack, right? So even if you're just resubbing for a year, why not have that little extra chance? Yeah. Um, but you need to do it before the first of May. So make sure you do so it. So you have today. Good luck. Well, nope, and yes. the next day. <laughs> Is there no? There's thirty days. Yeah, there's thirty. Thirty days in April. We are just doing great here. Um, all right. So <laughs> the reason I, that we don't have the PlayStation Plus games, this sucks, uh, is because they usually announce them on the final Wednesday of the month, and for this month it would have been April twenty fourth, and for whatever reason they didn't announce them so literally i can't find anywhere on the internet not even like rumors of what games are going to be free for playstation uh well no credible rumors right so (laughs) if you're into playstation just tune into your playstation on wednesday and you can you can see what you're getting for free that month uh a nice surprise yeah and then next podcast we'll we'll throw it in there uh just in case you missed it Alright. Oh. Chocolate. Well. 57 minutes and 30 seconds. We need to do this outro quick if we're staying under an hour. <laughs> Go for it. You plug this show up. I'll plug this show up. Alright, if you want to keep up with us and our happenings and all those good things, be part of the conversation. Uh, come hang out in Discord with us. Discord is the best place to be with the best people to talk to about games, sports, whatever, man. You can talk about whatever. Join Ducks. LFG for Sea of Thieves. LFG for Sea of Thieves. Uh, info and conversation about community plays in Game Pass Roulette. There's so much to do in there. Just just come join. The links for that. Game of Thrones spoilers. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yes. Thrones. You did. That's two weeks in a row. Game of Thrones spoilers. <laughs> uh, the links for the Discord are in the show notes. If you'd like to support us with your hard-earned money and head on over to patreon.com slash cag podcast our patreon episode is not next episode but the episode after that it's always the second episode of the month so you still have some time to get in on that if you would like um if you'd like to please help us (laughs) please turn into a trillion dollar company it's all you can do this that's all we're asking it's not that much with our trillion followers, that's only a dollar a day. A month, I mean. 
Yep. Dollar a day would be good. <laughs> if you'd like to stay <laughs> up to date with us on the socials, we are on Twitter and Instagram at CAG Podcast. And if you need to reach out to us for any reason via email, CAGpodcast at gmail.com is the place for that. And then lastly, we have CrossAtlanticGaming.com. If you ever need, if somebody ever asks you and they're like, hey, what are you listening to? And you're like, oh, Cross Atlantic Gaming. Like, oh, where do I get more info about that? CrossAtlanticGaming.com. It's that easy. Got everything there. It's that easy. YouTube channel, merch. It literally has links to every single thing Cross Atlantic Gaming related, related that you would need. Or your new friend who is going to become a part of the community, what they need. So. If you would like to follow me, reach me, talk to me. I was going to say touch me, but nope, that's not going to work. Um, <laughs> I am at Risky the Kid everywhere. Chocolate, how about if people want to not touch you? Where can they find you? I'm Chocolate Bear everywhere that matters to me. And with that, thank you everyone for tuning into this week's episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming. We'll catch you guys next week for an all new episode. Goodbye. Take care. guy goes into the doctor doc i can't stop singing the green the green grass of home that sounds like tom jones syndrome is it common it's not unusual but <laughs> oh, i love it doctor doctor i've only got 60 seconds to live can you wait here for a minute please because <laughs> then he's dead Boom. The doctor said he would have me on my feet in two weeks. And did he? Yes. I had to sell the car to pay the bill. (laughs) Doctors. Oh, man. These are much less funny than dad jokes. They are. (laughs) Uh, Nurse, how is that little girl doing who swallowed ten quarters last night? No change yet. Oh. (laughs) Oh.